The following is a sermon from Pastor Timothy Borman and Sure Foundation, a church located in Woodside, Queens, New York, the world's most diverse community. For more information and for more audio content, go to sure-foundation.org. Well, we've made it <laughs> to the mountaintop. This is this is this is it. This is this is the end. This is the end of the book of Habakkuk, the very last verse. And um, you're going to believe me when I say it. I have a lot to say. I have a lot to say about this very, very last book. This is Habakkuk um, chapter 3, verse 19. So you can open up your Bibles if, if you're listening on Zoom. If you're here in the church, just keep opening your bulletins. And I'm going to read that for you now. The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. If you're willing to see it, this is a verse that is filled with drama. I don't think I got that before until somebody sent me a text message with a YouTube video in it. And in the YouTube video, it, it, it shows a drone shot of a dam that's, that's literally hundreds of feet high. It's, it's sheer, practically straight up. And at the bottom of the dam, there's an animal called an ibex. It's kind of mountain goat. And with the ibex, the mother ibex, there's, there's a little kid ibex, a little baby ibex. And, and you watch the ibex as they, as they approach this dam that's, that's basically straight up, and, and the mother ibex with her hooves, she begins to, to walk on the heights, you might say, and then the little kid ibex tries to follow along, but before he even climbs just two feet off the ground, the baby ibex falls back down. And then you hear this, this narrator, like David Attenborough, is that his name? Like, you know, the, 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 the voiceovers that they do, they always have that special English voice, and, and the voice says, the kid and the mother have a special bond. The kid will follow the mother wherever she goes. And so you know that they're going to climb the face of the dam. And there's tension in that. There, there's drama in that. There's so much tension and drama that, that hundreds of thousands of people have watched this YouTube video. And there's tension in this verse. There's drama in it. When Habakkuk says, he makes my feet like a deer, he enables me to tread on the heights. Because deer, ibex, they don't climb just for the fun of it. They don't. A lot of the Bible commentaries, they get this wrong. They, they think, well, they're just climbing and, and jumping like a calf in the morning. And that's not the case. Ask any naturalist, ask anyone, any scientist who studies these things, deer do not climb into the heights for fun. They do it for survival. 
They do it because that's where the food is. That's where the salt lick is. They, they do it because they get above the predators. They, they have to do it just to survive. See, here's the thing that we need to learn about deer. They're fragile creatures. They're vulnerable creatures. I learned this growing up in Minnesota. In Minnesota, and in some places in New York State too, you see these, you see these signs. You've seen them. Like they're the, they're the rectangular ones, diamond-shaped ones. And the background is orange, and then you see the picture of a deer. It means deer crossing. And, and there was this one time in, in Minnesota, we were, my dad and I, we were going to 4-H. And it was a windy road at dusk. And we knew that it was a deer crossing. And one came. And the deer jumped in front of us, got frozen in the headlights, and we, and we, as much as we tried to avoid it, we hit the deer. And the deer, it, it did a little bit of damage to our 12-passenger van. We had a big family. But far more damage was done to the deer. We got out and we looked at the deer and we knew the deer wouldn't make it. We knew it because deer are vulnerable and weak. They're, see, deer are not bears. They're, they're not lions. They're not elephants. They're deer. They're vulnerable and weak. I think Disney understood this. <laughs> they don't make movies the way they, they used to make them. I, one time we, we put on Bambi. Have you seen Bambi? We put it on for our younglings at home. And then the prince of the forest goes out and he's got no defense, does he? The dad, the stag, goes out and he's gunned down right at the beginning of the movie. And the girls started to cry and we had to turn it off. Because Bambi, deer, as much as they're lovable creatures, and we really do love them, they're vulnerable and weak and defenseless. The NIV obscures this, but Habakkuk wants to show us a deer that's even more vulnerable than a stag. Because at least a stag has, has, has antlers, right? And, and horns to defend itself at least a little bit from its enemies. But, but the deer that we have here is a female deer. If you read this in the KJV, they'd say a hind. You know what a hind is? A hind's a female deer. We're going to talk about the, the special capacity of a female deer. But what this means is this, this isn't a stag that has horns at least to defend itself. This is a female hind that has no defenses whatsoever. Habakkuk wants you to know that. We could, we could get real technical this morning about, about, this is comparison language, isn't it? Like, we, we could get technical about, about the poetry. I could tell you this, that, that there's three lines of poetry here in verse 19. Three lines. It's what you call a tricola. That's the technical word. So you got one line that says, the sovereign Lord is my strength. That's a third. And he says, he makes my feet like the feet of the deer. That's a third. And then he says, he enables me to try, tread on the heights. That's a third. So this is, this is parallelism. This is, this is comparison. This is a simile for you kids out there, right? 
And he's building on that language and he's saying what you have to understand, dear people, is that you're like deer. Vulnerable and defenseless deer. So we have to talk about weakness. And we have to fully contemplate our dearness. I think we know this sometimes we don't recognize it, but we are fragile. Human beings are fragile or weak. We have no defenses. Like I, I went to a, a presentation earlier this week about depression among pastors and Christians. You know what the statistics say? 35%. I'm a circuit pastor, so I'm thinking about our pastors. and Well, that means that out of the 10 guys that I watch, three of them will be depressed. We're weak, we're fragile, emotional, spiritual creatures, and our bodies, they just give out sometimes. So what does this mean? Habakkuk says, what we have to understand, what you have to understand is that since we are dear, we're vulnerable and weak, and so we cannot look inside ourselves for strength. We must look outside ourselves. That's why Habakkuk says, the Lord is my strength. I thought about, like, how can I help people understand what this means? There's a story by the, by the name of, of, of Bill Fry. He wrote, he wrote a story. He was the author. And he tells the story about when he was a little kid. And he decided one day that he was going to remove a, a stump in his backyard. So he got out all his tools. He, he got out his, um, like, a... a, a the pick and the sledgehammer and he got out his shovel and a, and, a, and a lever and he went back there and he went to town on that stump. He was sweating, he was working, he was digging to try to get that stump out and his dad came out to watch the show. He just sat there and he watched his son digging and sweating and working and his dad said, son, you're not using all your strength. And the son said, that, said, said back, Dad, I'm doing everything that I can. Look at me. I'm sweating. I'm working. I've got all my tools out here. And he said, Dear son, you're not using all your strength. You haven't asked me to help. You see it? You haven't asked me to help. This is what Paul means when he says that in weakness is our greatest strength. See, we have, to, we have to realize that we're dear, that we're vulnerable, that uh, defenseless, and when we get that, we're going to turn somewhere else for our strength. And the Lord, as we sang just a second ago, the Lord is our strength. He loves you. He gave His only Son for you. He spread out His arms and died for you. And He is strong. He's so strong that He overcame death in Christ. He is our strength. He is our song. This point came home to me earlier this week. I, uh, our dishwasher broke. And, and you should see me trying to fix a dishwasher. It is the most inscrutable mystery. Like, I, I look at that thing, and I, and I was sitting on the floor, and I was like, what can possibly be wrong? And there I am. I'm, like, Googling YouTube videos, and then I realize, like, I'm not going to be able to fix this thing. 
So I called Michael. He's a fix-it guy. I said, can you come and help me fix my dishwasher? He came and he got his iPad out, this diagnostic tool. Oh my goodness, was it amazing? And within a few minutes, he had that thing fixed. When I recognized my weakness, then I became strong because I depended on Michael. The Lord is my strength, he says. The strength for deer. Now we got to go further. I, I was watching this video about, about deer, about, about ibex, and in the middle of, of the video, you can see you can see the ibex mother and her young kid climbing up this sheer dam, and they were doing it. Oh my goodness! The drone shots, like I'm terrified of heights. I really am. Like I, I'm like. Not even getting close. And here are the eyes back. They're just going up. They're walking. They're, they, it's, it, and it's like straight down. If they, one bad step, and they're, they're plunging all the way to the bottom. But there they are, the mother and the kid, going up and up and up and up and up and up. It's an amazing thing. How do they do that? I want to tell you about deer feet so you get what Habakkuk is talking about when he says, he makes my feet like the deer. Deer have special feet. Did you know that? So the outside of the feet are bony hard, but the inside, if you go to the inside, they're, they're soft keratin. So what happens is, as they're going up, the, the deer feet form little suction cups. And so it, it can grab onto just about anything. It's like... It's like one of those things, like there they are. They're going up the mountain on the side of the mountain. It's an amazing thing. The other thing that you need to know about female deer, about the hind, is this. This is why they call them hinds. Because the front feet and the back feet can actually share the same grip. So it's like this. You know, they put, they put it together just like that. They only need two places to put their feet, not four. So they call them a hind. And so what they can do is, there they go. They're going up the mountain. They have, they have deer feet. We've come a long ways in this sermon series, really. Do you remember, do you remember where Habakkuk started in this book? If we could go all the way. I think it was August, wasn't it? And, and here's Habakkuk. He doesn't even have, he's not even preaching yet. The only thing that he can say is, God, I don't know where you are, and I'm not sure if you're saving. Remember that? There he is. He's, he's complaining, God, I, I'm talking to you. I sure hope you're out there. This is Habakkuk. He is barely clinging on to his faith. If, if I was going to pick an animal, I would call him like a spiritual carp. He's bottom feeding. That's where he started in the book. But look at where he ends. We hear truths about, about God's justice, about God's gospel. We, hear, we heard truths about how to wait well. And all of this comes together in Habakkuk's, in Habakkuk's heart. And what's, what's he able to say, despite the fact that none of his circumstances changed, not a single one, he's able to say, God, you've given me dear feet. I'm able to walk on the heights. 
Now, I, I suppose that this is going to mean a couple different things for us as Christians. What it means to have dear feet. Here's the, I think, first of all, we have to be realistic. We have to be realistic as Christians. Like, sometimes we, we ask, God, God, change my circumstances. Change what's going on. God, you got to help me. And here's the, here's the fact of the matter. Sometimes God's going to say, like he did to Habakkuk, I'm not going to. The outside's not going to change, not even a little bit. By the way, and this is what God said to Habakkuk, it's going to get worse. But what I will give you is dear feet. So we have to be realistic. We have to be realistic that, that sometimes what God is doing is He's not changing the outside of you. Because oftentimes we think if God would just change the outside, the inside of me would be better. But that's not true. Sometimes what God is doing is He leaves the outside just the same. Everything that, that's been crushing your soul and what He does is He gives you a new heart. He gives you new faith. He gives you new life so that you can rise above improbably. That He will give you deer feet with, with such suction cups so you can dramatically rise above it all. That's what He gives to you in Christ. The Sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of the deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. If you put that verse in, into Google Images, some amazing pictures will come back. Some, some memes. I did that. The one that impressed me the most and is imprinted on my imagination is, is the one of, of, of a group of ibex. There's, there's a whole bunch of them, like 15 or 20. And there they are on that dam. It's, it's sheer, and they're all the way at the top. Like 15 or 20 of them just, just hanging on with their hooves. But they're safe. God's given them deer feet, the gospel of Christ to cling to. I think that's what a Christian church is like. Like here we are. We're, we've, got, we've got deer feet. The Lord is our strength in, in our weakness. And we're hanging on to the side of that mountain. Like I said, there's drama in that. Amen. Amen.